Hello and welcome back to the podcast. This episode, I am popping open the Saison de Madre from Long Beach Beer Lab. This is described as a French table beer and is 5.5 ABV. I'm pouring this out of a 16 ounce can. Uh, Long Beach Beer Lab is also an in-house bakery, and I mentioned that because it plays a key role in this saison. They raise a strain of yeast harvested from their sourdough mother from the bakery for this beer fermentation. They also layered a base of Pilsner malt with raw wheat from the Teja Chappi Grain Project to create this unique libation. So let's crack this open and see what we see. Straight from pouring into the glass, there's a lot of carbonation. There's a really high head here. It's filled up like three quarters of the glass. On the nose, you can get that malty base and hints of that, that yeast that they're used for the fermentation of this beer. And just a, a side note on the can here, uh, some pretty funny art. It looks uh, to be some kind of uh, monk with the head of a um, well-scored uh, sourdough loaf, a holding a beaker with a hop inside. Obviously you can't see what I'm seeing, but hopefully I described it enough uh, detail for you to get a Really good idea of the this uh, fun little play on the uh, a good little play on this uh, monk motif. All right, in the glass it's a pale golden yellow. The head has now dissipated. The taste of this is of a pilsner, as that refreshingness of a pilsner, especially since I've especially since I poured it cold as recommended. But it has like a dry finish, but it has a dry bitter finish. I do get hints of the yeast. I can see why this is more of a table beer. The taste is also very reminiscent of a Belgian beer. It has that, it has hints of those characteristics of a of a Belgian beer, such as like a Chimay or something along those lines, which is what I did see in, um, which I saw in another, there wasn't too much information on the web on this beer, but there was one other place that was selling the beer uh, that kind of described it as a Belgio-French style table beer. So I can see where some of those for, uh, Belgian influences are making their way into this beer. Highly recommend it. It's not really a beer you kind of taste too often. And I chose this beer because we're going to be talking about Big Thief this episode. And what's more folksy than homemade sourdough bread? It was everybody's favorite quarantine lockdown hobby. I think a few of us got interested more beyond just the uh, one loaf. I know I may have gone a little overboard keeping uh, maybe more than uh, three or four strains of uh, sourdough mother going at the same time there for a minute i figured this is a good folksy beer to go with a good folksy band so let's dive into it big thief's new album dragon new warm mountain i believe in you it's quite the mouthful and the amount of songs on the album match the title dragon new warm mountain clocks in at 80 minutes and consists of 20 songs some will say that sounds like a lot it is a double album after all but the album is worth every minute this is Big Thief's latest album since 2019's Two Hands, which featured the hit Not and was Grammy-nominated. We're just going to call this uh, Dragon New Warm Mountain, because the whole title is way too long. But it's an expensive album that features a bit of all of Big Thief's sounds and eccentricities. From raw folk to folk rock to hints of electronic, Americana, and everything in between. This album serves as a survey of Big Thief's repertoire up to this point. If this album comes off as many albums in one, that is by design. Dragon New Warm Mountain was produced by Big Thief's drummer James Creventia and was recorded in four different locations across the U.S. 
The idea being that there would be a different engineer in each locale, and each session would have a different sonic landscape, with the end result being something that would capture Big Thief in their entirety. The band recorded in upstate New York, Topanga Canyon, California, Tucson, Arizona, and the Colorado Mountains near Telluride. This was an interesting experiment that paid off in the final sonic qualities of the album. The album doesn't come off as lacking cohesiveness since the songs represent the full makeup of the band. Some might find it jarring to have an album of such differing musical styles, but it is almost this lack of cohesion that makes the album actually work. Here we have a full representation of the band in all its qualities and capabilities. We have the rootsy folksy music that can turn into electronic noise. We have lyrics from Adrian Lenker that can vary from funny, even goofy, to deeply introspective, sometimes in the same line. Any lack of thematic cohesion is laid to rest by the sheer quality of the songs. The concept of such an expansive album seems to have let them be free to experiment and follow different musical tangents. The band has allowed itself to play with their past to create something new, yet familiar. We have the Americana and folk rock of Big Thief past, but we also have the band experimenting into weirder territories. In a time of folk rock and strum and glum music plenty, Big Thief stands out. Not only for their musical abilities, because they are much more than just strumming, whomping, and stomping, but they stand out for the courage to be weird in music and lyric. Lenker and co-founder Buck Meek are both alumni of the Berkeley Music School, but where that usually means music that may come off as academic and uptight, Big Thief gives us room and freedom. They have an intricate playing style, but they also let it breathe and they play with their skills. What also stands out is their immersion in musical genres. That at first can seem attempts to place rabbit ears around a certain genre, namely country music here, but by the end of a song, you see there are no rabbits, just a band taking a genre out for a spin and putting their touches on it, which in the end makes for a much fuller experience. Plus, they have something special in Adrian Lenker, who has an ear for melody and a knack for words. For example, take this line from their single, Spud Infinity. When I say infinity, I mean right now. Kiss the one you are right now. Kiss your body up and down other than your elbows. Because as for your elbows, they're on their own. Wandering like a rolling stone, rubbing up against the edges of experience. Now, me reading that does this song no justice. You gotta play this and play it loud. All together with the music and this play on words makes for a very, very, very strong, good song. Besides the expansive musical landscape are Lenker's wide-ranging lyrics. It seems like nothing is left untouched in the makeup of the 20 songs in the album. Lenker can be heartbreaking in one song and complete absurd in the next. The lyrical fluidity is a strong suit of the album and keeps it going. As good as the album is, it does get a little bloated towards the end and loses some of that early personality. Some of the songs could have been cold and they would still have achieved what their experiment set out. But this is a small criticism for a strong, wide-ranging free-for-all of an album. When you consider all the ways this album could have gone wrong, with the separate recording sessions and producing a double album which many times gets criticized as a vanity project, it's no small feat that they created such a strong album that is immensely listenable. Standouts include Opener Change, Time Escaping, Spud Infinity, Certainty, Red Moon, Dry Roses, Promise of Pendulum, and Simulation Swarm. Oh, plus how can you not like a band with songs that feature the jaw harp? It should be noted that Big Thief are also well regarded for the live shows. Your humble hosts were lucky enough to catch them on one of their LA shows at the Wiltern Theater. Much of what you hear on their album translates very well to the stage and is also lifted by that live setting. Big Thief's recordings have always had a naturalness to them, never sounding overly produced or anything even close to it. At times they even sound like really good demos that were found years after they recorded, which is a strong suit these days. They carry that sound and ethos to the stage, which consisted of just the four band members playing together. No tricks, no gimmicks. The sparsity is a virtue in an era of football stadium tours full of pyrotechnics and holograms. The sparsity lets the music breathe and infuses the songs with an added sense of humanity. The band comes off as a band of weirdos playing and doing what they love while letting you in on the fun. The set started with Change from Dragon New Warm Mountain and it was a great song to start off. It set the tone that this is the same big thief you've come to know but they have changed as people in bands often do. 
The early set was mostly lower tempo songs with Lanker on acoustic, but about midway they picked it up with certainty and, and kept that energy for the rest of the show. Other standouts were Black Diamonds, their hit Knot, and the encore of Spud Infinity. It's always great seeing your favorite bands live, especially the really good ones like Big Thief that add a new texture to themselves in the live settings. So if you're out in Long Beach at the Beer Lab or your local bottle shop and you see this Saison de Madre, pick it up, pop it open, put on some Big Thief, and be enveloped in the yeasty, folksy goodness of a good time. <laughs> 